Samuel Langhorne Clemens was a famous American humorist and author. We know him better by his pen name, Mark Twain, the author of um, Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, and others. But he was also well known for his practical advice to his readers, much like a 19th century and Landers. For example, his suggestion on getting along with difficult people. Never, never argue with a fool, he wrote, because the onlookers might not be able to tell the difference. On death, let us endeavor to live that when we come to die, even the undertaker will feel sorry. His advice to children, always obey your parents, especially if they're present. And on the quality of uh, life, the two most important days in a man's life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. That last soundbite relates directly to today's solemnity. We do not know when St. Joseph was born, but we do know the day he found out why. That was the day, or rather the night, described in the chapter of St. Matthew's Gospel when Joseph was told by an angel in a dream that he should not be afraid to take a young pregnant woman named Miriam into his home as his wife. They were engaged to be married, but they had not lived with each other. Yet she is without stain because she has conceived this child by the power of the Holy Spirit. From that moment on, St. Joseph the mo becomes the model of Christian fatherhood, not some sort of substitute parent. He is entrusted by the angel with all the responsibilities of an earthly father with regard to Mary's son. This explains why the genealogy of Jesus at the beginning of Matthew's Gospel, that long catalog of begats with the barely pronounceable names, is why it is listed according to the ancestors of St. Joseph, his family, not the Virgin Mary, because in the Middle East, both then and now, it's fatherhood that establishes a son's identity. The Word became flesh by the overpowering or the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, but St. Joseph will have a direct role in raising, providing for, and training the future Messiah. Outside the events surrounding Christ's birth, the Gospels are silent about St. Joseph. He fails to speak a single word. But his influence can be felt in at least one especially significant way. In Matthew 13, the adult Christ returns to his hometown of Nazareth and preaches in the synagogue on the Sabbath. His listeners begin to ask, where did he get all this wisdom from? Isn't this the carpenter's son? In other words, okay, folks, go home, nothing to see here, just a tradesman. In Mark's gospel, the outrage is the same, but the question shifts the focus away from the son to the father. Isn't this the son of the carp? Isn't this the carpenter? Jesus and Saint Joseph share a common identity through their mutual profession. They're both carpenters. For many years, from an early age, probably to his late twenties, Jesus would have learned how to make chairs and benches, chests, tables, and doors. It might take a bit of imagination to see him working in Joseph's atelier, his workshop. 
But thankfully, the artist Georges de Latour did most of the work for us in 1642 when he painted something called Joseph the Carpenter. It depicts St. Joseph drilling a piece of wood with an auger in the form of the wooden handle is in the form of a cross. He's working late in the night. The child Jesus holds a candle so that Joseph can see what he's doing. The candlelight shines directly on the face of Christ and indirectly on the face of St. Joseph. It's just enough light to see that father and son are looking knowingly into each other's eyes. They both seem to share an intuition about the future of this young carpenter's apprentice. That one day, this boy who learns how to work with hammer and nails will himself be nailed to a cross. He is... St. Joseph is the patron of families, fathers, expectant mothers, travelers, craftsmen, and working people. But today's liturgy honors him and his role as Christ's protector, teacher, guardian, and earthly father. He is the patron of the universal church, still watching over, still guarding Christ's mystical body on earth.